What's up, what's up, and welcome back to another podcast. My name is Don, and today we're going to be talking about systemic racism and how it has affected minorities and not only minorities, but non-minorities and the way we think and the way we move and the way we operate as a unit, right? Because America's whole policy and it in the in the anthem you have um you know you have united we stand uh divided we fall right and as we've seen over the years even as a young black man I've seen that we couldn't be more divided if we all lived in different parts and had our own communities which we already do throughout the city so that's one way systematically that we have been programmed right stay with your own kind stay with your own people which is not necessarily a bad thing but it is a certain type of programming that we have just been accustomed to doing as a whole or as a population now I know as minorities most of the time we stick together not per se because we want to but because through, you know throughout history when you look at you know housing we didn't you know we didn't start from nothing so when you start from nothing and try to build and you have been taught how to build and your grandparents are not building you you're you know you have generations of generations of, of poverty it's hard to you know even think about a way to escape or to get out of it because now it has been programmed in you and throughout your family, right? You pick up what your father did and what his father did and whatever, right? Uh, as, a, as a whole, it is the way we think is the biggest problem today, right? I um, once worked with someone who said racism does not exist. The idea of racism is basically a fairy tale, right? There's no way I can look at you and say, I don't like you because of the color of your skin, right? But it there is a way to look at someone and say, I don't like you because of the color of your skin. Um, and... You don't have to look at them and say, I, I don't like you because of the color of your skin, but the way you act towards them or the way that you move when you're around them, right? When I say move, the way that you act, right? Actions tell a lot. Um, and the way that we're programmed, we think as a black male, as a minority, minority at the bottom of the food chain, right? As a whole, as a general population right at the bottom white male at the top that is the way it has been and that is the way that it's going to continue to be as long as systemic racism is in place because that is what it's there for right if I program you to stay at the bottom and only think that you that there is the bottom for you then that's where you will stay and that and, and, and that's what has happened 
right? You have people that not only not only are they that they they comfortable where they're at. They they want nothing more, even though they're at the bottom. It's comfortable for, for them because they might be doing just a little bit better than their grandparents. All right, they might section eight food stamps, you know, whatever it is, just getting by and being secure in the sense of everything takes for you. You don't really need a job. You really don't want to strive for more because. The more money you make, the more money you have to give back to the government, right? The less money you make, the more the government assists you, but they only give you so much so that they can tr- control what you have, right? And when you get used to depending on that and knowing that that's going to come in and you don't have to work for that and you teach your children that, you know, and they, you're not necessarily teaching them. You might teach them to go off and do big things, but most of the time, throughout the generations, you're going to do what your parents do, or what they have taught you as a general population, that's what happens, right? So if you have, let's say, Section 8 family, uh, food stamps, government assistance, right, and single mom raising two kids on, on their own, those kids are going to go off to college, you know, and uh, you're going to have so much struggles within that period, right? And you're already in Section 8. You don't have enough money. Mom is working, but she ain't trying to make too much where they, they, they cut off the stuff, uh, right? The government assistance, right? Because then she won't have enough, right? So it's a lot that we have to deal with just because of systemic racism. Now, I want to throw a disclaimer out there because I know a lot of times people take these podcasts and listen to them and say, uh, you're wrong, you're wrong, uh, and get all upset and angry. And I don't uh, want to cause anger. What I want to do is give you my opinion, and I also want to hear yours. I want to hear your thoughts on the subject as well, right? Um, I'm just giving you my thoughts. You can disagree or agree, right? But I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear if you disagree or agree, and I want to hear why, okay? Um, Because yesterday, uh, Derek Kelvin was convicted of three counts of murder and the killing of George Floyd, which in 2020 caused a big uproar and protest and um, uh, Black Lives Matter movement really took off during that time because people have been for for another once again we we've seen uh, a helpless black man um, and, and 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 just the way that the way that the videos is seen in the way that we still have seen Derek Chauvin when he's on camera. There's some type of, um, I know my dad used to say that white, white people, and I know I use this a lot and it's not supposed to be a race thing, but, uh, white people think that, or people as a whole, not even white people, people as a whole, as a general think, and this is systematically, right? And they think this because that's the way they've been taught to think, right? That 
the poorest white man is still richer than the poorest black man, right? Or the richest black man, right? So that and 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 the idea behind that is, as a white man, you will always have uh, superiority over a minority, right? You will always have authority over a minority, right? You will always have uh, um, uh, control, right? So, in, and we've seen this countless times. In the case of, and make sure I get this name right, because, um, I want to make sure I get this name right because it's an important name. A father and a son were killed. I mean, a father and a son killed a black man. His name was Ahmed Aubrey, right? Why did they kill him? They had heard that a robbery had just been committed. And they thought it would be best to take it upon themselves. And as a black man was jogging through... Um, they, they shot him. And, and you, there's a video on this as well. And you can see, you know, he just kind of falls and he tries to fight them. And, you know, I, I just can't believe that as a, as an American, right? As a black man, I have to fear, you know, people who take it, try to take it in their hands, try to take crimes in their hands and try to solve these crimes um, by killing. I just, it just, it just doesn't make sense that he had to lose his life because this goes back to that systemic racism. Perfect example, white man. Here's a call, she's a black man jogging. And his first thought, I gotta interrogate him. I have to uh, show authority or a, a super, uh, so, um, authority, right? Superiority. That's the word I want to use. Superiority. And I have to show that I am above you, right? I have to go question you because I am a white man. You're a black man. You, If I ask you a question, you say, yes, sir, right? And even though that's not what we necessarily do today, that is still throughout the generation uh, uh, a, 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 a institutionalized thing, right? You see a white man, you nod, right? That kind of thing. It's like a, uh, I deserve respect because I'm white, and that goes into white supremacy, right? Um, no way he had to lose his life. In the case of George Floyd, there was no reason that he had to lose his life, right? Um, he, 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 in the video, there's, and now I don't know how people could say that, you know, it was his fault because he was kind of acting 
kind of anxious and, you know, kicking them off on the stuff. And I'm honest. I'm going to look at it from both sides. I'm going to look at it. It's hard to control somebody who don't want to be controlled. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say he was resisting, but he was kind of responding slow. Okay, he was taking his time, which he has every right to do. And this is where that systemic racism comes in, right? You have this white man who, when he says, get on the ground and put your hands behind your back, he means put your hands behind your back, right? Even if you have done nothing wrong, right? You can't talk to this man and reason with this man. Why not? Because he has a badge on. He's not a man, right? At this point, he is the authority and uh, superior to you, right? He is your authority, not only your superior because he is white, but your authority because, uh, because he has a badge, right? So he's carrying a white card and a blue card in his back pocket and ready to pull him out, right? And in this video, you see him put his knee on a man's neck. The way the police operate in America is ridiculous. It's just like, in this video, you see the racism. You see the systematic racism. You see that white man put his knee on a black man. Right? People say, why does it have to be a white black thing? It's a white black thing because systematically, even though you don't think, and the people who say this most of the time have the most systematic program, right? They think they have that, that you know, whoever they are, they have that, that programming, right? You see Derek Tobin put his knee on somebody's neck. You don't, you know, you... You don't put your knee on somebody's neck that, that, that's, you know, that's just not something you do, right? And they could have handled that situation by simply giving the men time to, to calm down. They said it on drugs. You give them to calm down and relax. He ain't going nowhere. You know, there's no reason that they had to be in so a rush to, you know, they, they called seven, eight cops out there after he was dead. They, you know, it was, they could have just waited till he calmed down, got in the car, explained the story, and that would have been that on that. They would have booked him or whatever, but that man would have lived. But because he was a black man, when he told him to do something, he didn't respond, Right? If you tell me to do something and I take my time about it, about, you know, me telling my brother or something, if I tell him to do something he takes his time, I beat him up, right? That's not, that's not, that's not love. That's not, that's not uh, a, a serviceman, all right? That's not somebody that, that's there to service you, right? Cops are supposed to protect and serve. But when you're not the people that they are programmed and that they have been uh, taught to train through programming and institutional and systematic thinking, you know, even as black officers, you have black officers that wear their code of blue, their code of silence, protect your brother, you know, all that BS 
and that don't stand up in these departments. If these people decide to stand up, then, you know, it, it, we could have been way past these points by now, right? But you have, it's like joining the game. You have to be there, you get initiated, you swear in, and you have to be there for your fellow officer, right? But what about the people and the citizens that you are there to protect and serve, right? At the end of the day, that's just a job to them. They want to go home to their families, right? Since Derek Chauvin, uh, George Floyd, and Ahmed Arbery, uh, within the last month, you have seen cops killing innocent, innocent black men. But you've also seen white men been 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 taken in in custody for mass shootings, right? And we're in April now. In March, you had 54 mass shootings in one month, right? So I just wanted to give my perspective on how racism is still prevalent today and how through systematic racism and how we've been taught to think from generation and how it's been passed on through the wealth, through, you know, the, the, the education and the way that minorities are still treated. You got to think about it. We, as African Americans, were brought to this country as a, 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 a good, right? Not as a, a people. We were brought as a, a, a good, right? A good and service, right? You were bought and you were put on the field to work. Like a mule, like a bull, you were you were a, a, a source of your tool, right? Well, what happens when that tool says, "I don't want to work for you anymore"? You treat me like crap and walks off, right? We were brought here to build up this comp- this this company, and I say company. Because that's what America is. America is a corporation. You were brought here as a means to work, right? Just with a corporation, you you get brought over here, and then you get replaced with machines, right? Corporations now they they have workers, then they get placed with, with machines, right? Same thing. North basically bought out the South. You had two. You had a corporation, and you had businesses within those corporations. North bought out the South. Simple as that. Yes, they they went to court. We're going to call it the court is war, right? They fought back and forth, and the, the judge ruled, right? Now that the company is two now, they have taken the power. But now you have a workforce that you have to do something with. You can't just send them back because now they're over here. Now they've been accustomed to this life, right? And you just kind of dump them. You want to dump them, but, you know, you got people standing up and people standing up for for, um, slaves, right? At that time, you had people standing up and, you know, saying this isn't right. People, we got, you know, we we bleed the same, Right? I don't even understand how you could t- 
take a human being and put him into shackles and chains and families and and take people away from their children and uh, break up families. It's just, but that's what we brought over here to do. And and now that we liberated, you you can't let the workforce become. You can't let the let the uh, the janitor become the CEO, right? Not in the biggest corporation in the world, right? So, systematically, as a whole, we need to change the way we think. We need to change the way we approach each other, the way we look at things, right? We need to think before we act, right? Because on the other side, systematic is not all about whites being bad. Because systematic goes with everybody in the in the part that they play. African Americans, minorities, they go out and protest these deaths by looting, right, destroying these things, these properties and things. My problem with that is that they destroy them in their communities, right? They destroy the stores and then need to go to the stores because they need stuff, right? But everything's gone because you just stole it. You stole it and still need it, right? It don't make sense to me, right? But when you worked and worked and worked and worked, and not, I'm not saying you, and a lot of people, and this goes back to systematic racism. System, systemic racism. When you go back and think to how, you know, you had slaves on plantations that made all of these, all you know, all this money to build this corporation, right? Because at the time, slave, that, you know, the biggest, biggest job, you know, that was the Amazon, that was the social media, that was the thing, right? That's how you made your wealth, right? If you own a plantation, that's how you made your wealth, right? And what do we know about the economy, right? That wealth is being circulated through the economy, through America, right? And that's how you begin to get these skyscrapers and things like that. So, just my thoughts. Uh, like I said, I want to hear your thoughts as well. I want to hear what you guys have to say on these things because, you know, that, you know, I want to make sure that we can all have not the same way of thinking, but a general idea so that we can be on the same page. United we stand, divided we fall. All right, I'm done. I'm out of here.